Welcome, welcome, welcome. Season three, Wind Down with Kev. I am Kevin Spann, Kevin Spann, the insurance guru. And I am so excited today. This season, the hashtag has changed the narrative and party people in the place to be. Trust me, we are going to change the narrative on this one. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Wind Down with Kev. I am Kevin Spann, the insurance guru. Kevin Spann, the exclusive Allstate agent by day, helping everybody with all kinds of personalized insurance, home, auto, life, business, and all of that. But on Fridays, I become the host of my own podcast where I try to interview very interesting guests to inform you and inspire you. And today is no different. As a matter of fact, today is better than most days. People in the place to be, I am amped to have my nephew, my young wine dance warrior next to me, none other than Raheem Booker, or as he is known in IG world, Mr. Push, a.k.a. Pump Until That Ish Happens. Rod, talk to the people. Uh, first and foremost, thank you for having me. Um, I'm just here, uh, pumpuntil.com. Uh, I'm having a relaunch next week, so you know we'll speak more about it. Um, I'm just here to just... Uh, just, just talk about it. Let's let let let's, let's, let let's talk about it. I usually go through a whole history eleven lesson how we know each other, and then I build up to the future. But you got hot stuff that's popping off the page right now. So let's talk about the here and now. I just seen you in Miami, and you tagging up a car. What kind of car was that? What, what? Um, that was a uh, well, one of my f- collectors, art collectors. Uh, he buys a lot of art for me. So one day he, uh, he seen me post a slingshot. So he was like, yo, I got three. Okay. I need one done. Uh, when you going to be in Miami? I'm like, yo, I'll be in Miami two days. <laughs> he was like, say no more. Check your cash app. And that was it. Um, it was amazing. I felt like thankful that somebody trusted me enough to paint on their things. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. And, um, he turned it into art. It'll be presented down at Art Basel, uh, December 2021 this year. So uh, got a couple of things going on. It was real quick. It was an amazing job. I landed and went straight to the went straight to work. So that was good. And, and, and that's your thing. You do quick work and you do great work. And you said that somebody trust you to paint on those things. Let, let's let's get specific. What was that thing? That wasn't no like a ah, VW buggy. That wasn't nah, no that minor was, thing. That was, that was a, a 2021 slingshot. Ooh. It was, Ooh. It, was, it was clean. Oh, and when you're down in Miami, um, we renting it for videos, ride around, and, you know, check my IG for more info in regards to that. But, uh, yeah, it was a 2021 slingshot. Beautiful. It was it was amazing. I didn't even want to touch it at first, <laughs> and I'm like, hold on. But I got to it, and it was just some, he trusted me enough to told me to do my thing. So that was cool. That well, was cool. I, I know you move real humble, but I also know you don't move with no fear. So when the opportunity was presented, you trusted your craft and you put that work in. Yeah, absolutely. Um, for me, you know, I just I have fun. I don't really look at it as a business aspect well now I am but you know I, I just strive to just have fun and just 
be me and just be original. And when I'm that way, you have no problem with nothing. You can just relax, be yourself when you know who yourself is, and you just have fun. And that's it. Uh, so I heard a long time ago to be yourself because everybody else is taken. That's that's a uh, that's one of my mantras. I, I stick to that. I wouldn't really, you know, as I get older, like I'm around like mentors and uh, people that I admire or people that inspire me. I'm learning that uh, I'm taking bits and pieces from some people. So I don't know if that's really uh, not being original, but I take a little bit of his his strength or a little bit of her knowledge of something, which then I just formulate it and, and use it for mine. So that's it's that's nothing, it's nothing wrong with that. That's that's growth. At your core, you are still who you are. You are you do what you do and no one can do it exactly like you. So um we, we started off in, in Miami talking about you you tagging up the, the, the slingshot. Um, we was talking a little bit before we came on. You got some other good business getting ready to go down to Miami. Um, yeah, I got some I got some good things going on in Miami, uh potentially uh T V T V things going on. Um I ain't gonna spill too much, but you know, I'm just I'm grateful and I'm and I'm humble and I'm learning to seize opportunities when when it's presented to me. Um for me, my story's a little different. So I'm I'm from like street life, the street culture. So to transform it into just like art and just other endeavors that have that that minimize my chances of being locked up, yes. shot up or killed. Yes. I'm I'm all for that. So I just it's, it's like no brainer for me when, I, I, when I'm asked I, I, to do I, something. I love that. I love that you said that. You know, being coming from where you're from, you're from where I'm from. We represent everything, Wine Dance Warrior 11798 for that life. And we're, we're from that life. But one of the things that uh, that my podcast is all about, my this whole season is about changing the narrative. So right. um, that book is written for you, and you could read it and stay in that book. Right. Or you, could, you could change it up. So talk about how you change that book up for yourself. Um, well, for me, um, I grew up. Kind of fast. Sure. I grew up in the '80s, where like I, I'm from Windish, where I seen uh black businesses thriving from from the cleaners to to the Gemini bars, Jay's bars, motor. They were all the Moore's taxis. Uh, my grandfather, yeah, uh, 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 Millen Motors. Uh, yes. He owned a couple of big properties out there, but um, I watch it be that to nothing. And it all had to do with uh, the crack era, um, a lot of things, and I grew up in that. So I grew up in the street life. I, I I I enjoyed it. I know it sounds weird, but that was all I knew. That was what I did. Fast forward, and um, it took a lot out of me. I went to jail 14. I came home 20 and. I've been back and forth in and out of the penitentiary. That was my life for 15. I had more time in the penitentiary than I had like regular life. And I just, I changed that. The last time the cuffs was on me, I didn't wait till I got in the system. I knew right then and there, like, I'm tired of this. That's it. Yeah, yeah. My mother always would tell me, rest in peace. She would yes. always tell me, you will know when you tired. Yes. And I just, I, w I was tired. I was just tired of giving. Um, one thing about the streets, some people say uh, it's an easy living or um, 
fast life. Where I'm from, I've seen many, many die. Many, many of my friends have died in uh, jails. Mental, ment like I see so many brothers that I know and sisters like mentally unstable nowadays, right. Right. and I don't want to be like that. So I just strive daily to just hold fast to what it is that I'm blessed with, and I hope it inspires some of them. You know. To, you, to do some of those you, things. You as well. definitely inspiring everybody right now. I'm, I'm gonna jump on one of the most inspirational things that I seen you do. I think it was four years ago, maybe five years ago. I go to the handball court. I think your uncle, I think Kamel was out there with you, put me on you, is up there. And you really changed the narrative because you painted an incredible portrait on both sides of the handball court. And that park that you and I both know so well. Um, talk about what inspired you to do that. Uh, well, um, for for me, I grew up in that park, yes. so that park was like my babysitter. Yes, I get dropped <laughs> off in the morning, and I was in the park. I knew how to play tennis, handball, basketball, football. I knew how to swing. I knew everything about that park, but um. I always would tag my name on the on the wall. I just always had a fetish for art, and I would tag my name, and I always would say, like, I'm going to come do this with permission or no permission. Yes. It just so happened to be with permission. Yes. And um, somebody asked me, did I mind doing it? And I was like, hell yeah, I would love to do it. Yes. And so I called on uh, one or two of the brothers from uh, – well, I'm from Easy Rick and uh, my brother Wadi, and they helped me out um, on the wall, the front part of which faces Mount Avenue, and then the back part, which is the Black Richie Rich. Now, one of the reasons why I did it was, yes, it was times I would walk in that park morning, day, night, and just stand there and just, I might be going through anything. I don't know. I just always gravitated back to that park for some reason. And I know it's thousands of us that gravitate to that handball court, whether they just want to clear their mind or just whatever. But when you look at that wall now, it should motivate you. It's colorful. It's money. It's just letting you know. Translation is what I say. Pump until shit happens. And that's when you look at it, that's what it should do. It's just inspire you. And, and you said, for anybody that's listening to it, wherever you listen to your podcast at, maybe you're not watching the video, um, the character that you have here, the Black Richie Rich, you gave me a little bit of history on that character. Talk about the Black Richie Rich, because you have that in a lot of your, your pieces. So right. let's, let's, um, let's talk about Let's let know, the people know who the Black Richie Rich is. It started from, um, I used to love comic books. I love comic books. And uh, I used to go to this place with my grandmother. I forgot the name. And um, she would go inside, and I'd be outside just being doing what I do. And, they would always have comic books out, so I would always go through the comic books, take what I want. The guy was cool, and I would see the white Richie Rich. And I'm, I love Richie Rich. I used to draw it. One day I caught a black one. So I'm like, yo, I tell Ooh. the guy, like, yo, you ever seen this? He was like, no, <laughs> let me get that. Yo. <laughs> so I give it to him, and I've never seen it again, but I was, it was just always... Um, just what I gravitated towards painting. Um, it was also, you never really seen it published because it was like sort of propaganda, I would guess. You, okay. you know what I'm okay. saying? I it would you. be considered 
the big lips, the naughty hair, it would be considered propaganda. But for me, it's not propaganda. I was used to seeing the white Richie Rich, which takes away a little motivation sometimes from a, so from we, a black Sometimes kid. you need for, for, for every kid, black, white, right, uh, right. every shade in between. Right. Uh, whenever you see something that looks like yourself, Recognizing. it's going to inspire you right. that you can become that. So the black Richie Rich is one of the things you're, you're known for, not only on the park, but that's in a lot of your artistic pieces. Uh, you use the word collectors that a lot of people, and I'm sure your audience, because I know you've been in some rooms that's really on the high end of the world that's collecting, they're really enjoying these buying these pieces. Um, yes, I, I'm 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 learning to be like a a collector, just investing in anything. Um, us as people are just we spend our money. Um, well, let me speak for me. I'm gonna keep it on the eye. I want to invest. I want to leave things. I want to grow on that aspect. And art is one of those things where you can invest. I'm not just as an artist, but just a collector. And I have people that's that's buying and they're putting it up there. The more, the more, the more they buy is putting that brand or just that art up there. So I just, I never was taught this. I never went to school for any of these things. I just always loved to draw. Just That was my thing, painting and drawing. That was it. You saved me a dumb question. I was going to ask a dumb question, which would have been who no, taught no, no you questions who taught dumb. you how to draw, but you have a you have a gift that can't be that can't be taught. Who who put who put a pen and paper in your hand? Ah, funny story. Um my mother, this is funny. In school I always like home, I always would be scribbling. I would take like the Sunday newspapers and I would, all I want is the comics. I would draw, but one day I was in school, third grade, second grade, Miss Bell okay. was my teacher. I know Miss Bell because my mother used to go to Miss Bell's house. Her husband was a photographer. I used to love like how he do the, the cameras and everything. So she would sit me down. I would read books over there. She would teach me about like sculptures, all kind of nice. things. This was her house. Nice. And um, one day I'm in school. I could never sit down. I, I, I don't know. I just she'd hand me something and I do it and I draw on top of it or draw my numbers with the quickness. With the quickness, and I'm getting it correct, but I'm just drawing it. So one day she's like, "I got something for you. Stay after school." She was like, we got to do something with you. You're just too much. <laughs> so I sat and she was like, listen, I'm going to give you a paper. She gave me a paper and she wanted me to read about uh, littering. Paper everywhere. And okay. how it's going to cause like global warming. Wow. Right? I'm like in third grade. So this is years ago. This is heavy. Yeah, this is heavy. So I, I read the, the, the paper and she was like, uh, now I want you to draw what it is that you, like, how would you, how did, what did, you read something, now I want you to transform it into what it is that you read. So I'll never forget it. I drew a bunch of garbage on like a pile and a, a dump truck, a man, and I guess it was symbolizing people putting all the garbage in the truck. I won second place, second or third place in uh, Suffolk County, which was huge, wow. out of out of second grade to twelfth graders. Wow! So I won an award. So yes. I never forget. My mother came in. She was like, "Yo, yes. come here." 
they pulled me out. Was like, yo, you won an award or whatever. So I'm like, yeah, whatever. I get some money. That was the first yes, thing I yes, asked my yeah, mom. Yeah, I get yeah. some money. Yeah, so, payday with yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. So Miss Bell, like, relax. You gotta yeah, relax. Yeah. We got you. Yeah. And uh, they took me to a school out east one night, and uh, I guess they had like that was like. Now that I think about it, that was my first art show, and um. They had all the pieces from all the kids all over the place, and I was third place. Let's go. Out of 12 graders to second or third grade. Second grade, third wow. grade. Most of them, the first two were 12 graders, and I was that. So um, after that, I, I always just, that was what I, no matter what I was doing, where I was at in life, good, bad, wherever, I was always with a pencil or marker, and that was what I did. My mother bought paint, and I was blessed to be around uh. Mr. Sunheimer. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um good guy. Oh yeah. No no. Uh, Bob Ross, even though I didn't know him personally. <laughs> you know, um these were those were my teachers. Those are uh, those are people that inspired you. Right. Uh we uh Sunheimer's a art teacher from Wine Dance. Right. Everybody from Wine Dance, including me. We think that we nice with block letters and different kinds <laughs> of art and we think we can tag this and tag that. But um you are you are a whole another level, and from that experience already, early in the game, you ten years ahead of your craft. You're knocking twelfth graders out of the box. So that gift was 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 really really in you early. And fast forward, um, you talk about mentors and people. You really didn't have. I mean, well, let me ask you before I put words in your mouth. Did you have anybody that was doing it exactly the way you're doing it now? Or is this all, all you coming together from you being open opportunities? Um, I, I do a lot of reading. Like, one thing about me, like, I, I've always been the type, like, to observe. I've always been that type of person. Um, I remember I was younger. My finger had got cut off at one of my grandfather's shops, my right finger. And um, it was all cast up. The bone was chipped, the tip of the finger. They were saying I would never be able to bend my hand again. This was my right hand, and... Uh, a friend named Lorenzo Jackson. Lo, my man Lo. Lo. Lo, what's up, Lo? You know, I'm going to shout you out. Um, Lo is an amazing artist, and he taught me how to write with my left hand. Wow. So for many years, I would just write and do everything with my left hand because I was kind of shy of my deformity. Right. Nothing was wrong with it. I was just shy, and I started doing it with both. So now um, a lot of my paintings are from the left side, some okay. and some are right, and some are just when I go, I just I just go. I I've learned to just look at people and just art. Everybody can do art. Okay. Everybody. Okay. I guess as you move on in life, you slip away from different things. I slipped away from art. I slipped totally away from art, and no matter where I was at. Maximum prison or wherever I was at, my mother would always say, yo, draw, paint. Like, that's what's going to get you out of whatever, like, you have going on. That's what's going to get you out of there. And I neglected it for so many years. I've neglected it. Um, Ten years ago, after coming home, I still neglected it. My mother passed away, and I felt myself, uh, like, getting in... In one of those places, I've been there before, and it was familiar to me, and I didn't want to go back in that like dark oh, place. place. I understand. And um, me and my wife one day was just talking, and uh, shout out to Autumn, Faith hey, Autumn. Realty. Um, 
we was talking, we had a bet. And uh, I was like, y'all know how to paint? She was like, yeah, you know how to do anything. I'm like, no, serious. <laughs> she was like, yeah. I'm like, yeah. So I went to Michael's and uh, I got like a little canvas and some paint. And a day, not even, a couple hours later, I still have this painting too. She looked at him and was like, oh, you know how to paint paint. <laughs> so I said, yeah, I know how to paint paint. Right. I posted a painting and maybe like a couple of days later, somebody hit me and was like, yo, I want to buy that. So I'm like, hmm. I and that's started, your first piece? That, that was selling. my first piece. I did. I actually didn't I didn't sell it. I still have it. And um, after that, I just... I went to Michael's and I just bought a bunch of canvases and jean jackets and I just sat home and I just painted on them. And I would post on social media. Just I was a little shy, you know, a lot of my work is just like private to me. Um I would post it and I was getting good response. Next thing you know, somebody invited me to a art show in Brooklyn and it just it started from there. It was just like that was it. I haven't stopped yet. I haven't stopped yet. Don't don't stop. Won't stop. Can't stop. Not 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 gonna stop at, at all. So that from that contest winner at an early age to um, doing it from the love. Shout out to wifey Autumn for pulling that out of you and whoever put you in that that spot. And now it turns into a business. And you were talking about the guy that bought the slingshot. You said he's one of your collectors. Uh. So there's there's people out there that's collecting what you buy. Yeah, I have um, I have I'm blessed. Um, I have a few people that have uh, good pieces. Freddie Fox. Uh, yes. Rock him has Shout a good out to piece. Freddie. Rock. Uh, Nori has a good piece. Nori. Um, I have other real estate moguls sort of that have pieces. So I'm just um, I'm blessed. I'm I'm just I'm just blessed. Um. I'm moving now more into like reading about like my craft or just art and just um, expressing more to the world. Uh, I have a job as an artist. Yes. And I also have a job as someone who has a certain information. So now I'm going to be held accountable for it. So I have to show and prove through my art um, what it is that I feel and and, and, and what can inspire people. That's where I'm at right now. I, I, I would say, as an artist, in my interpretation, but you, you take it where you will, artists make sense of things that people struggle with. So a picture is worth a thousand words. Hmm, right. I speak in front of people, somebody, I can talk to you until the wheels come off. Right. But you could put it in a picture and be like, oh, that, right. make, that make a lot of sense. So that's the artist's job, it makes sense uh, when you look at history, artists have made sense out of certain periods of time, right, and right. you are this period of time. So let's 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 talk about hip hop music. You you born and came up in the '80s and '90s and one inch. You coming up at a time when I'm leaving town a little bit, but you coming up in the core of of hip hop. Ron, you seeing every aspect of hip hop, and I'm not talking about music. I'm talking about the culture of right. hip hop, that way right. of life. This behind me is written in a graffiti style because that's our way of life. The fashion is the way of life. Talk to me about what hip-hop means to you. Uh, That's a good question. Uh, 
I grew up with hip hop. I guess hip hop would be like my older brother. Yes. Sort of, you know. Um, like, I love hip hop. Um, even some of the new music. Um, I like some of the new young boys. Like, hip hop has changed. I've watched it change. Um, I guess it changes with the people and generations. Um, I I remember my first hip hop. Record scratching Darvin album in, on his turntables <laughs> when he left to listening to Lil Yachty. Or I love music. I love music. I'm blessed to be around some of these people. One of my favorite artists is Freddie Fox. Of course, the, the, one of the greatest rappers of on my list is Rock Kemp. Of course, I'm blessed to have been around or be around these people. Um, I lived on South 24th Street, up the street from. Sid, super producer. So I was, I can walk outside of my house and I can see Apache, Nikki D, yes. Tretch. Yes. I, I literally will walk out my house and Sid would have these people there. Shout you out go to the up, flavor unit. That's right. You walk up the block on South 24th Street. I'm from the South Side, 25th, 26th Street, and you have Bilal. Bilal's brother, Ronald, was my best friend. Nice. At that time, they had house parties. Yes. <laughs> so anybody would be over there. Yes. Right? Yes. Anybody coming through. Anybody. We go out. We ride on our bikes. We go up the street. Rock Kim lived on South 29th. Yes. Yes. You go up there, I see Big Daddy Kane, Kooji. There's no telling who I would see. This is Wine Dance. And then you take it back to Wine Dance Park. To me, I just would think hip for... I had this discussion with somebody one day, and Talk I know about I'm about it. to get crucified Talk for, about for it. what say I'm about it anyway. to say. Say it anyway. But an old timer from my hood was like, yo, I think hip hop started in Wine Dance Park. And when he said it to me, I didn't really, I, I didn't deny him, because it made kind of sense. <laughs> when, you, when you look at who Cool Herc is, of course. his history, of course. from Long Island yes. to the Bronx. And it made sense. Yes. So I was like, wow. Yes. But I, I love hip-hop, and I believe everybody, um, if you love hip-hop, you got to at least have 16 bars. Yes. Everybody has 16 bars. To, to give it any time. At any given to, to, time. To give, you know it, to, get, to give at any time. Yes, I'll, yes, I, I'll yes. hold that to be true. I yes. won't bless you with bars, yes. but yes, yes. I freestyle in my head uh, nonstop. <laughs> me, nonstop. Too. Me, so, too. me too. So, so, so Ryan, let me, uh, we, we, we talking about, we talking about hip-hop. And you've mentioned your mom a lot. I listened to Kanye's album, Donda, which he dedicated to his mom. And one of the things, have you, you've heard Kanye's album? Yeah, yeah, one of my favorite artists. I listen to all his music, every album. So Kanye, he has that piece where his mother's speaking, and then she leaves that question out there. She says, I know what y'all are wondering. What did I teach him, and why ain't Kanye scared? Talk to me about your mom. Talk about what she taught it's you hard. and why you're not scared out here. Miss Dockery, man. Yes. Uh, it was it was my mother, but I shared my mom's with everybody because my mom's was in the school district 30, 37 years when she retired. But I I had my mom's ass as I see her from kindergarten to high school, I see my mom's in school. And I would go home and see my mom. But my mom's had, some would call it disabilities, but I call them like superpowers, sort of, in my eyes. Mm -hmm. My mother was born with a, uh, 
one of her legs was shorter than the other. Um, she was born, something was wrong with her eye. She had lupus as long as I can remember. And my mother would not ask not a soul for anything. She wouldn't let us ask a soul for anything. Um, she always would tell me, pick your head up, push your shoulders back, and if you don't got it, act like you got it. Yes. And those are the things like just like she instilled those things in me. Um, I didn't grow up like with my dad around and even that, she didn't like talk negative or instill those things in me to look at him on a different note. So she just taught me to be solid as, as best as she could. And I always like uh admired um what it is that she had. And I always pray that I even got a little bit of that. She had you know what I'm saying? With no excuses. Right. When I rest, rest your mouth. So when I think of her, I think of her with y'all, the kids in the stroller and walking and getting right. where she had to, right. getting where she had to go. Right. You right. know, so that's, right. that's, that's everything. And that little thing is a big thing. Right. When there was no disability, it was the ability to get it done without excuses. And you have that. Right. You, you have that. So I'm, I wanted to, you know, listening to Kanye and thinking about thinking about you, I know you have that in you, and I know you have that keeping my spirit alive. I know you have that that in you. So your success is her success and everything that she taught you. So I'm a bridge from that. Uh, you opened up, you're talking about art, collecting, and investing, and you done went into an area, this investment world. Now, I, I live in financial services, but you got to teach me about something. This this NFT thing, this new cryptocurrency. Talk uh, me about talk um, me about the moves that you're making there. Non fungible token. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, yes. I guess it's just in in the crypto world, and it's just another form of um, getting money yes. and 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 fronting, sort of say, uh, for those crypto giants and for those rich crypto people. NFTs is just pretty much if you're an artist, it's a way or a platform for you to get money. Um, it's for it's a platform to show the world, not just here in the United States, everywhere, what it is that you possess, what what it is that you have to give. Um, the prices range from zero cent to eighty million dollars a painting. Um, I right now and I'm on uh, OpenSea. I'm on Rarible. Um, I have uh, maybe two, three, four, uh, four prints up there, four NFTs I have up there right now. Maybe three. I think I sold. I, sold, I have five. I sold two, so it's three left. Um, but yeah, that's what I have going on. Um, it's it's amazing. Um, it doesn't entail just you being an artist for you to put up an NFT. You can be a rapper. You can be real estate broker, you could be life insurance broker, whatever. Um, you creating something, a one of one of something, and you posting it somewhere, and maybe somebody will buy it, maybe somebody won't, but it's still advertisement at the end of the day. It's yours, it's advertisement, it's money, it's an asset, but it's also your legacy. Right. It's uniquely yours, and this is you putting it out to the world and say, this is me, this is what I stand for, um, if you think you can put a value on it, buy that. Right, right. And if, and if, if the, the value that you have in mind ain't what I have in mind, right. I'm pulling this thing back. Um, see, the good thing about it is, um, see, I'm still learning this. It's, it's, it's relatively new. Um, I'm watching guys become millionaires in a matter of, of, 
of months, weeks. Yes. I'm, yes. I'm watching it. Um, <laughs> I'm blessed to be around it. Um, uh, in this day that we live in, is like no reason why people aren't or can't excel. Yes. Um, we living in a a day of information. I I knew about NFT. Somebody said something to me. I looked it up on YouTube and I started watching tutorials. As an artist, I'm like, oh, this is easy. All I need is some Ethereum. All right, that's it. I get some. That's it. And I'm I'm learning about. I'm I'm taking steps towards one thing, but I'm learning. I'm I'm learning about the crypto. This is the future. Um, if you can think it, you can do it. And if you if you can't do it, all you gotta do is go to YouTube. And put in a tutorial. And, and you could go to school every day. And what you said is so, so, so powerful and that you're spending your time. You said you're reading, you're going to YouTube University, you're watching your tutorials, and you're not just reading and researching, you doing. Right, right. You 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 doing, you putting yourself out there. If it work, it work. If it don't, then go back and get better. Go ahead. Right, right. Uh, uh, a rich friend of mine told me recently, he's like, it's... Nobody cares about what you know or what you don't know. It's all about results. And I looked at him and was like, damn, that makes sense. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Nobody don't care what you have or what you don't have. It's just results. That's it. And that's pretty much what Pump Until Shit Happens stands for. It's just results. I I need results. I need to find results. And how you find results is educating ourselves. Some of these things aren't taught in school. Um, I want to. I want to learn a new language. Yeah. I just pop up on YouTube. That's it. In order for us to get to where we need to get, we have to teach ourselves new things every day, every day, in every way. <laughs> you know, we have to teach ourselves new things every day. And it's easy. You pick your phone up and you go right to it. We got the most powerful thing in the world right in front of you. You got nephew have me so amped. I'm ready to go out and try and try to create something. But let me uh, let me let me start the path down. Uh, we talked about everything. We talked about push. I'm actually where push comes from. Um, some people, old heads, might think of push as uh. Push Coalition and Jesse Jackson and People United to Save Humanity. That's not that's not this push. Nah. Talk about this push right here. Thank you for, for shout blessing out. Me. Shout out to the Rev. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for blessing me. Anybody yeah, course, that watched this course, show, y'all know my stilo is is t-shirt and blazer or a button down and blazer, but I was thinking about this before I came. I wanted to ask you to gift me with some pieces. Nah, I was gonna and bring you that walked anywhere. right in. I was gonna get and it's incredible. Anywhere. So I'm, I'm I'm rocking this. So if y'all see me someplace with this in a blazer. Y'all already know where it, where it came from. Nephew hooked right, me up. Right, but talk right. to me about Push. Talk to me about how that was born. Well, um, Push came from uh, pray until something happens. Okay. Right? Um, I, I read a lot. I've like read so many books, all kind of books. I have so many different authors. and Spiritually, I've been different places in life. Um. I know not to knock anybody, but where I'm from and what I do, I, it wasn't about praying. It was it was making it happen. So Pump Until Shit Happens started um, when I was up north. I would give courses in transitional services 
what they call it, phase one, phase two, phase three. And one of my uh, dialogues that I would create is uh, speaking about internal and external conflicts and pump until shit happens came in, it tied into that. Like uh, not just sitting, waiting around for somebody to bring you food. Get up, go get it. Formulate a plan, go get it. Read about it, go get it. Just don't sit around, you know. Um, and we all have been guilty of this at a time in our life. You know what I'm saying? So for me now, I just I would tell these inmates, these guys, these convicts, whatever they would call themselves, that when we leave from here, try to try to look in the mirror no matter what you're going through and tell yourself, pump until shit happens. And that's where it started from. And I remind myself of this every day, maybe 10,000 times a day. If I ain't saying money comes easily and frequently, I'm saying pump until shit happens in my head every day a million times. If you say something long enough, um, I'm into manifestation. Yes. Uh, I read a book called Think and Grow Rich. Oh, Napoleon Hill's. Go for it. It's, it's a cool book, right? It's dope. But the, the, the main thing... The, the main thing about the main thing about the book was think and grow. Just take away, you know, the riches could be anything, you know. And I started understanding that, like, just wanting to just, if you think a certain way, it's going to happen. Yes, yes. If you think a certain way, it's going to happen. Just like it was days I can remember just being everywhere. It goes back to the park. I'm sitting in front of the handball, stressed out. I don't know where my next dollar going to come from. And... You, you internalize that thinking, and you start becoming that. I realize that if you manifest and you think good, then good things, the universe wants to give you what yes. it is that you asked for. Yes. Once I realized that, I was like, all right, cool, I got this. So I tell myself, pump until shit happens. It's to inspire. Yes. Not only y'all, but myself. I remind myself of this every single day. It, it keeps me going. I tell myself this a million times a day. Sometimes you, you might see me, I might be saying it out loud, just walking by myself. But that's what gets me going. So that's pretty much what it means in a nutshell. And you get yourself going, you're getting other people going because you reaching people I can't reach because your walk is your walk, your talk is your talk, and how you're getting it done is a beautiful thing. Um, you are getting ready to get honored by the Wine Dance Family Day Committee for, right. for the work that you're doing and the inspiration that you are to others. What does that mean to you? This is my second time being honored, right? And um, not just me, it's self-sabotage. Let me explain what I'm about to say. Uh, for a long period of my life, like, I was just, I was into, like, streets and like just I didn't really think about like tomorrow um now that I'm older I'm thinking more of tomorrow and I would associate happiness with not being happy like oh you happy for a day or two some more you're gonna have it you know what I'm saying and I realized that that is a form of self-sabotage right so at least into accepting an award. I'm like, yeah, I don't really think I'm really worthy of, like, what am I doing? 
You can't congratulate a fish for swimming. That's what I said. <laughs> you can't congratulate a fish for swimming. But when when I look back and I speak to some of my friends that's never coming home or some of my friends that's not going to be here or just the last conversation that I had with my mother or the conversations that I have with my wife or my kids, I associate happiness with being happy. Yes, you know what I'm saying? Yes. And there's more happiness. Yeah, yeah. I get goosebumps when I talk yeah. about like just the future or those things. Before I didn't really see the future. I lost a lot of my friends before they were 15, 16 years old, you know? And um, for a long time, I, I went to jail 14. You know, I didn't really see a future until now. I'm like, whoa. You here. Yeah. I'm a middle-aged man now. Yeah, 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 you know yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a beautiful like, thing. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. I'm here, and I just want to excel more. And um, not one, I'm gonna. And, and that's just, I go through a lot. We all go through a lot of as being black men. Mm-hmm. Just being men. Just being men. You know, and um, the weak purpose is to serve the strong. Yes, I'm I'm not of that. You're not you're not of that. You're claiming you're claiming to be strong and yeah, you are strong. I'm not of that. Last question. Artistically, how do you want to be remembered? That's a that's a that's a weird question because your art doesn't matter how I wanna be remembered. My art is gonna be here to say who <laughs> who he was or, you know, this is your interpretation on that picture or that interpretation on this picture. Um, It's times we are infinite. Yes. Infinite beings, spiritual beings. Yes. I don't know who I'm going to be tomorrow. I exactly. just know I'm going to be greater. Yes. I don't know what it is that people may look at. Some may look at me and be like, yo, I'm expired. Some, and some people have. And then some people might be like, he ain't fall off yet, or he ain't back in jail, or he ain't dead yet. You know, is that that's just their interpretation? Yeah, that's on them. yeah, yeah. It's on them. So I just I rather leave things to speak for itself, where yes. I don't have to say anything. You can say what you want to say about me, but he left this, or he did this, or he left that. As far as that award, I'm taking that award. I'm on there with a some good honorees. Mm-hmm. But it's more my mother's peer, so I'm there to accept that award for right, my mom. Right. It wasn't about me. I went to get back to that. Keep her not spirit about me. alive. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it wasn't yeah, about me. Yeah, yeah. It's just I, I do want to go up there and uh, and accept that award for my moms. And that's, you know, that, that, that's this wine dance is, is what she loved. And she would love that. I can see her smiling and being like, hi. Right. You can't congratulate a fish for swimming, though. She would always tell me that. So, you know, it just makes me just move more. Just just want more for my family and just my friends and to be able to provide uh, jobs. Um, it's bigger than just the art. Pump Until Shit Happens is I'm, I'm waiting for it to be trademarked and um, eventually make it public where people can buy shares. See, one thing about us... We think everything is a scam. 
Yeah. Everything is a scam. Everything is a scam. It's a scam. It's a scam. But I'm creating something in the same way that some of my friends would invest in other ways. Same thing. It's the same thing. I I, I built a multi-million dollar business that you can invest in. And and, and you can create those jobs and you could put the friends that's remaining in a better position. Right. Right. We are. uh, Right. I promise you this. um, I was inspired to, to have you on here. Uh, Thank you. The, Thank you. The conversation, the content, the wisdom, the jewels, and everything you dropped on the people was so much bigger and greater than I could have imagined or anticipated it at all. And um, people that, that that's watching it, number one, if you like this, click that subscribe button, share it. Tell the world about this man because when this drops, you are going to hear about him in other places and see him doing other things. Thing. So please follow this man. I'll say that to you first. Please follow him. You're going to see it. You're going to see push on the bottom here. Click that like and follow because this young man is doing some amazing things. You know, uh, anybody that has anybody artistic in your family, you know, they use that real bad adjective to describe artists, starving artists. That's not what he is. <laughs> no, this is a that. thriving artist that has learned how to economize his, his gift and he wants to inspire other people to do it. So please hit that subscribe button. Please share this with somebody that that needs to hear it. But before I call it a wrap, is there anything else you want to share with the people that I didn't tap into that you definitely want to tap and release in this moment? Um, I'm having a grand opening two weeks. Uh, 80 Lockfield Road, uh, Push Boutique. Um, it'll be open from Wednesday to Saturdays. Nine to five, those days I'll be doing like pop up shops twice a month, once a month. Um, I'm also possibly starting a podcast as well, where I sit down with other artists while we paint and, and, and just talk about elevation and just life and laugh and bug out. Um, I'll be at Art Basel 2021, December this year. Um, follow me on Instagram at Pump Until Shit Happens. Um, and that's pretty much it. Oh, and the website, uh, we doing a relaunch, pumpintill.com. Keep your eyes open for that, and that's pretty much it. I want to thank you for having me. I am truly humbled. Um, I'm, I'm from I'm 11798. It's, yeah. it's just, it, it, running, it, it, run through, it run through our veins, you know, and I'm just super appreciative. Though. Appreciate thank you. you. Thank you, thank you. Wind down with Kev. You already know. Hit that subscribe button. Share this with one. Tell a man. Tell a friend. Tell somebody about this man. You are going to hear a whole lot more about him. I'm a big fan. Nephew, appreciate you. All love.